Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning 101. And welcome in Life Planning 101 on KTX KWBY. Terry Slavin's with you. And as every Monday, we are joined by Angela Kennedy Robinson. Good morning, Angela. Good Monday morning. We're actually going to talk about estate planning. All right. And is your estate plan in good health? today and it doesn't and I I don't care if you have a million dollar net worth or you have a hundred million dollar net worth this show is for you it's designed for you because we are talking estate planning under what's happened with current tax reform and then in the states there's been lots of changes so what's going on with all this but before we dive into the meat on this I want to remind you two things this week obviously we've had I don't know if anybody's noticed some market volatility I mean yeah. just just a little bit everything was looking green this morning before I left but the question I think is on everybody's mind should I be worried about market volatility so next Monday we're going to have a show all around that um, should I be worried about market volatility you don't want to miss it Aaron, Aaron, our very own CFA. Obvious, yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I can obviously relay information from Aaron, uh, talking about the planning perspective, but he's the meats and potato kind of guy when it comes to investments. So all things investment. So you don't want to miss that show. And early voting started today. I want to yes. remind everybody. It is not only your American privilege, but in my opinion, your duty as an American citizen is the only one that you have that you're you should make it just this. This is what we do. We go out and vote because um, and if you aren't educated enough, get yourself educated enough. Everybody can have an opinion, vote on your opinion or else just don't complain about the system or move somewhere else. I mean, that's really (laughs) what this situation. You got three choices. So anyway, get out there and vote. Um, um, I know this is this is a huge election on many 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 counts. We have listeners from all over. I was listening about education. Uh, there are several seats up for education in our state of Texas this year. So you know, don't forget about educating yourself on that because I believe that our children are just important as what's going on in there in Washington because our children are our future. Sure. So don't forget that. Make sure you look those up. So there's my patriotic note. We talked about the market. Check check check. Now let's get on to something fun: estate planning right? Is it in good health? And last week we talked about the tremendous opportunity tax reform has kind of created for cleaning up, whether it be your financial messes, retirement messes, tax messes, or even estate. And we briefly touched on that. And I wanted to specifically do a show on estate planning because I think of any of these, we're seeing the most needs and actions around estate planning during this time and the obvious is the estate tax exemption amount so let me explain that for just a second so the estate tax exemption amount is the amount that you can pass on after you die without incurring an estate tax once you go over that amount the estate tax is up to 40 percent so it's huge right and So you want to make sure that you have your ducks in a row, obviously, if you don't want your kids to be paying taxes after you die. It is possible to pay zero taxes no matter the size of your net worth. 
you heard me say that. It is possible, but it's not without planning. If you do nothing, you know, you're at the mercy. We watched someone's wealth. They refused to plan, refused to plan, refused to plan. All we did was manage their money, wouldn't let us help them with anything. We watched $4 million disappear overnight to the federal government working with them just because they wouldn't plan. Um, and, and they wouldn't even listen to what was possible to plan with. So, you know, don't let that be you. Don't let it be your kids. I, I think a lot of times, you know, that's, you know, we talked about voting being your civic duty. You don't have to pay. You have options, right? right? So a little bit different. But let's go back and kind of talk about this because today what's happened since tax reform is they raised the federal estate tax exemption up to 11 Point one eight million. Okay, so that's eleven million one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. A lot of you on the show say, "Well, I don't even have near that." Click. I don't need to listen to this, right? Well, no, not exactly. Just because they did that doesn't mean that you won't have problems and lots of them. Why? Because, and I just give you an example. In the last eighteen years. That number has gone from $675,000 in 2000 and 2001. That's all you could pass on right. without incurring estate tax to that $11 million. It's gone 675 to $1 million, $1.5 $2 3500000 $5 up to unlimited. Yes, there was a year that you could pass on an unlimited amount because the federal government didn't get a good job, you know, taking a handshake across the aisle, uh, getting something done, right? We all know this. Good time to die right then. That was a good time to die. If you if you missed that boat, I'm sorry. Gosh, you, know, you really missed it. Um, you know, up to 5.2, 5.34. So it, here's the deal. If your estate plan hasn't been assessed and looked at in the year of 2018, it could be out of date, no matter what size of net worth you have. Right. And I'm gonna tell you five things. We're gonna talk about the federal tax, because that's a big one. We're gonna talk about wills, old wills. And by old, I mean 2017 and before. Right. Yeah, okay. We're gonna talk about life insurance. We all know that if you have any kind of wealth, you've probably heard concepts around life insurance and paying estate taxes. You may even have an irrevocable life insurance trust set up. So we wanna talk about that. We're gonna talk about state tax, inheritance tax, and estate tax. It's a biggie. It was going away, the trend is reversing, okay? Then number four is trusts. Trusts are a big one. Um, if you have a trust, you know, you know this, they can be a pain in the neck. And what's going on in that trust environment is extremely critical. So when we come back, lots to go through. You don't want to miss a moment. Is your estate plan in good health right here on Life Planning 101? segment two on this marvelous monday morning angela yes is your estate plan in good health and we've been talking about the federal tax exemption so let's talk about federal tax let's start it off there because i think this is a big thing everybody says okay well it's gone from 5.49 million last year to 11.18 million this year well if i don't have over 11 million dollar net worth i got nothing to worry about right right, right wrong have you ever seen anything permanent in washington dc it could come down it could come down it will come down in fact it sunsets did you know that this new law sunsets in 2025 it reverts back to the five million dollar mark adjusted for inflation over that time right. okay so even if they don't do any changes physically 
it will revert backwards, okay? But then I want to ask you this question. What is the likelihood that we are going to have a Republican president, a Republican Congress, and a Republican Senate in the next four years, next year, heaven forbid, four years or eight years? Probably not too good. No. It pendulum, well, we might the, lose it this midterm. That's right. The pendulum is always swinging. Yes. It swings hard to the left, and then it goes hard to the right. No one knows what the middle of the road is. That is not in our vocabulary as Americans in Washington, D.C., right? Right. So if that's true, I want to let you know that Hillary Clinton ran on the notion that she would make that exemption amount, she'd go backwards to $3.5 million. So, should you be doing some planning right now? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, and serious planning. And a lot of people say, well, if I do planning, that means that I have to gift assets or I lose control. Uh, no. Wrong. Completely wrong. There's lots of ways to be able to still maintain control, not lose your assets, but be able to take advantage of what's being put in place right now in fact there is one case that we've seen this year it was a five we got this extra five million dollars of exemption basically and that five million ended up removing 70 million dollars out of this person's estate 70 million dollars without paying taxes think about that that's crazy it's crazy five million gave that much leverage so you know the opportunity is huge to be able to take advantage of these and we're we are just busy 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 trying to get these done before the end of this year because if you remember what i talked about with the little nasty word clawback right okay they left out whether or not this law could be or whether or not these exemptions could be clawed back to 5.49 million right for 2018 so it could happen. So if you if you don't want to risk that, really, 2018 is your only loophole because it'll succeed the three-year mark, right? right? So that's big. Second, if your will was written in the 2000s or earlier, well, really, like I mentioned, up to 2017, you may have some very unintentional, very expensive surprises in there for whoever is left behind, okay? And I read the closest one I read, I was reading, it was 2014 is the one I've seen most recent. Okay, so the exemption amount in 2014 was $5.3 million. And there was one of these set up inside of there where the surviving spouse would be able to use their exemption to shift money over into a trust outside of the estate, but still have the income off of it to live on. This is a very common technique, okay? First of all, the law has changed completely. That is not even a necessary tool, nor was it in 2014, but we're still seeing documents that include them okay Um, because you have a a beautiful little line item on the tax return that the irs has put on there to to stop that need for being able to put money over into a trust Um, so it's not a necessary issue and you know the second thing is is with this new exemption amount let's just imagine that you pass away before 2025 or later and it doesn't go backwards you have this trust in here which the with the state of texas in particular, he has said, if the trust is in there, you got to open the trust. Right. And that was a law that came out last year. So in one case, and I think I mentioned this on the show last week, it costs the family in excess of $3,000 just to open the trust, close the trust. Think about that. Open the trust, close, close the, trust. the trust. Three grand. 
you know, you want your wife or husband cussing you one last time, you just leave that in place. If not, I would suggest, you know, getting that fixed because the attorneys have no choice. So whether you need it or not, you're going to get it. And you need to have that reviewed. Um, And we've just done a massive overhaul, went through tons of wills, and we're looking on, okay, which of these wills have these trusts in place and what do we need to do to get them get them revised ASAP okay right. so that is a big thing and it gives you a second option to be able to make sure everything's right right sure if you're if your will is over three years old you need to read it okay <laughs> we forget these things but what we thought three years ago may not be what we think today and they change they do and I'll give you an example uh, we pulled up our durable powers of attorney that we wrote two years ago and just because we're going to be traveling and so, you know, we're looking at these documents. I was like, why the heck did I do that? <laughs> so I give someone complete power over my finances. That's not the person I would want to have a complete power over my finances. <laughs> so, you know, making sure you get those documents updated is a critical thing. You know, we always take on our agendas and put those out so that our clients can see who those people are every year as an annual checkup. Because can something happen in a year? with someone's mental health or, you know, um, just their care, you know, in life, things can change. Right. So, um, you know, that's really important. The third thing is, is do you have an irrevocable life insurance trust that was supposed to pay your estate taxes when you die? You might have heard this called an eyelet, okay? And you have to write these little things called crummy letters every year. And you put the money in the trust and it buys the life insurance. And it's a great plan, right? Because you're paying pennies on the dollar for estate tax rather than paying the full amount. But the thing is, do you need it anymore? And is the process of keeping this open cost-effective and time-consuming, right? Yes. And most likely the answer to all of that is yes, because you're paying a trustee. You can't be your own trustee. You're paying to do the crummy letters. If you haven't been doing the crummy letters and filing the tax returns, then you don't have a good eyelid anyway, and you need to redo the whole thing because right. otherwise the IRS is just going to come back and say, yeah. That doesn't work. Okay. Or there might be better things altogether that you could do with that islet. What about long-term care funding? Imagine you could turn all that money that you put inside of that islet all these years into a long-term care vehicle for you and your wife if you don't need it for estate tax. We always wonder, well, I'll just take care of that or I'll figure out where the money's going to come from. What if you already have a bucket of money? to be able to use what if that life insurance is suffering we had a show about that recently inside of there is that being reviewed you know what if you could just simply get more to your kids out of the situation is life expectancy increasing or decreasing increasing increasing so does that make life insurance cheaper or more expensive cheaper cheaper so if it's something you wrote 10 years ago and you're in still in good health did you know that most companies after seven or ten years decrease your rating in your policy down to standard rates you don't get to keep a preferred status or a super preferred status so your cost of insurance is higher after those few years so reapply if you can. Yeah, why not, right? Yeah. So there's lots of options in there but now is the time to do it because we have clean up all in all three so to speak right with tax reform so when we come back there's two more things you need to ask yourself about your estate plan being in good health you're not going to want to miss right here on life planning 101 
Time flies when you're having fun. Final segment. Yes, of Life Planning 101. Is your estate plan in good health? So we have a Twitter poll for you this week. When was the last time your estate plan was reviewed? Make sure you let us know at KFS Life Planning. But let's get back. We've talked about federal taxes. We've talked about just your will in general and the problems that can create. We've talked about life insurance, uh, life insurance trust. So what about state taxes? You know, in the state of Texas, this isn't something that we've ever talked about was inheritance tax or uh, exemption amounts, right? Because uh, it hasn't been a problem. And, you know, Uncle Sam is being generous right now with giving you this big $11 million exemption, but it doesn't mean that your home state is going to be. So the trend up until last year was the uh, state, state exemptions and state inheritance taxes were going lower because of the burden on the tax and the pressure on the people. Guess what's happened on the tables of all of these state governments this year? Tell us. It's reversed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Reason why it's reversed is they say, well, if the federal government isn't getting that money, we have all this deficit. How can we pay for it? Let's get some of our share. Right? Okay. And I get, I bet you, I bet you know which state is leading the way. Uh, It's, it's out West kind of has a big ocean around it okay so i don't have to say more on that right so well, it's um, illegal to use straws yeah. <laughs> they're they're that's right they're lowering exemption amounts raising inheritance taxes and flat out taxing you more okay so you need to be careful of what your state laws are just not your federal laws and not just if you live in a state this is this is a common misconception if you have property in another state you need to plan accordingly right? because you're going to be subject to their laws if you were to die, okay? And we do this all the time. We have people with vacation homes somewhere else or, you know, or think about this. If you're going to inherit money from another state, whoo, okay, now you just added more to that. So it's a big deal to be thinking about those state taxes. They can get out of control. So let's leave the best for last, right? Let's talk about trusts. Oh, trusts. So (laughs) the best way I think I have an analogy for this is is to tell you a little story about there once was a car called a Model T, Ford. It came in every color you wanted as long as it was Black. black. Now, what all kinds of cars can you get and what colors can you get? Anything imaginable. That's right. So that's exactly what a trust is. A trust started out as one little thing, and it has become so complicated, so convoluted. There's so many types out there that they can absolutely wreak havoc for a family. I had a client in last week, and we were talking about what the question was, well, why would they have done this if we didn't really need this? And I said, you know, the only thing I can explain is that if you think about getting two attorneys in a room, they're never going to agree no. on anything. It's a big joke, right? I mean, you think about all the movies you watch, they always make fun of that joke. And at the end of the day, that's what they're doing is everybody's got a different opinion about somebody. So, you know, is it drawn up correctly? Was it done right? And um, I'll give you a story about a lady that we met with earlier this year. So she has a trust and she has uh, she's a majority owner in a, a public company and she owns a stock and it's inside of this trust for her. well her kids have nothing to do with the business she goes to all of the meetings and she's very influential on the board right and we asked so if you fell over dead would your kids be able to have that influence well no 
would the company be the same as it is today? No. No, it's not. But guess how the trust is set up? It all goes to the kids. It all goes 50-50 to the kids. And, and then when we got to the bottom of it, would you rather the kids have money or would you rather them have the company stock? And she said, well, they just need the money. And so what strain would that put on the company to be able to pay that money out? Would that be strenuous for them to have? Oh my gosh, they they couldn't raise it. There would take would would could there potentially be suits over that? Oh my gosh, yeah, that would hurt. That would hurt both of them. We kept digging. We kept digging. There was more and more problems, and the problem was. And then we got to talking about the trust itself. Is how user friendly is it? Oh my gosh, it's a bear. I hate this trust. I can't believe it was set up this way. You know, because she's just had to pay litigation fees after litigation fees to get anything done. So the thing is, is if you are a beneficiary of a trust, a grantor or a trust or a trustee, you probably know what I'm talking about, that there are severe issues within trusts. Well, guess what? Clean up on all three, right? <laughs> Tax reform. It's a wonderful thing. So in her situation, we were able to move everything outside of that trust, create a trust that was right, that could get the job done of what she was trying to accomplish. And it was user-friendly to be able to allow her to have her influence on the board as she needed to see fit. Because at the end of the day, this was a passion of hers to be right. able to make sure that this company survived, but also to be able to take care of her kids. How do we do it? I'm not going to say that we are the best, obviously, but we spend a lot of money keeping the nation's finest CPAs and the finest attorneys on retainer to review these documents, to look at them, to get on the phone with the drafting attorney, to get on the phone with the CPAs that are in involved and make sure things are set up right um, because you need to have someone that's in perpetual to be backing that right and that's one of the things that I think a lot of times people forget and we're we're oftentimes named what's called a trust protector on a trust because we're perpetual we're something that's going to go on forever right. and if we help draft that trust right then we're going to make sure that we find an attorney that's going to be favorable towards that trust to carry out anything or do anything. And, you know, it's a scary role to take. But at the same time, we feel like it's our responsibility if we help guide someone through this planning to make sure that that can be carried out for the next hundred years plus, right? So, you know, that's a big deal. Um, you know, and for her, one of the biggest deals was creating a family vault, making sure something could be set up that would never be tapped by second marriages and divorces. When you need a trust, you really need a trust. So making sure they're done right is extremely important. So I think out of day, really, you know, the thing to remember is that I think everybody wants the same thing when it comes to estate planning. Good Christmases, <laughs> good, good Thanksgivings, Thanksgiving. right? And everyone wants to pay no more than their fair share to Uncle Sam. Agreed. Right. So this is what we do. Let us be your vessel. Help you get through this time. Get your estate planning house in order in the year 2018 before it's too late. With that, my name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in Eastland, Texas. God bless everyone. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton and Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.